Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Friday, December 16. U.S. equities declined, posting a second straight weekly loss as recession worries have ratcheted higher in the wake of a host of global central bank actions earlier this week. The Fed's midweek 50 basis point rate increase was followed by similar actions from the European Central Bank, the Bank of England, and the Swiss National Bank. The moves came amid an evident slowdown in global economic growth, with data released today showing most manufacturing and services PMIs domestically and across the globe continue to see a contraction in activity, adding fuel to the recessionary fears. Treasury yields diverged and the U.S. dollar was little changed, while crude oil prices fell and gold traded to the upside. The equity front was relatively quiet, but Adobe's quarterly results beat the street on the top line, and the company reaffirmed its guidance, while shares of Darden restaurants fell despite posting better-than-expected earnings and an upbeat outlook. Asian stocks were mixed, and European stocks saw widespread losses, as the global markets continue to digest the flood of monetary policy decisions around the world. The Dow Jones Industrial Average decreased 282 points, or 0.9%, to 32,920. The S&P 500 Index fell 43 points, or 1.1%, to 3,852. And the Nasdaq Composite went down 105 points, or 1%, to 10,705. In heavy volume, 7.1 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 7.6 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil lost $1.82 to $74.29 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price rose $14.30 to $1,802.10 per ounce, and the dollar index went up 0.1% to 104.69. Markets ended lower for the week as the Dow Jones Industrial Average declined 1.7%, the S&P 500 fell 2.1%, and the Nasdaq Composite dropped 2.7%. In equity news on Friday, Adobe Incorporated, ticker symbol ADBE, reported fiscal fourth quarter earnings per share of $3.60, above the $3.50 fact set estimate, as revenues grew 10% year-over-year to $4.53 billion, matching the street's forecasts. The digital experience and software company said it saw record operating cash flows of $7.84 billion for 2022 and continued strong demand for its offerings. Looking ahead, Adobe said it sees first-quarter earnings per share within a range of $3.65 to $3.70, on sales of between $4.6 and $4.64 billion, compared to analyst projections of $3.64 per share and $4.63 billion revenues. Adobe also reaffirmed its full-year 2023 guidance. Shares of Adobe were higher. Darden Restaurants Incorporated, ticker symbol DRI, posted an adjusted fiscal second-quarter profit of $1.52 per share, beating the street's $1.44 forecast, as revenues of $2.49 billion also bested expectations of $2.43 billion, a 9.5% increase year-over-year. 
the restaurant operator, which includes the likes of Olive Garden, Longhorn Steakhouse, and Yard House, said it surpassed $10 billion in sales on a trailing 52-week basis for the first time in the company's history, despite continued upward pressures from higher food, beverage, and labor costs. Darden also expanded its full-year guidance. However, shares traded lower. The equity markets posted a second straight week of declines, with the past two-day route adding to the persistent volatility seen in the markets. Investors continued to wrestle with the impact of aggressive monetary policy tightening from the Fed and how long and at what pace the central bank will continue to raise rates amid increased recession worries. The Schwab Center for Financial Research discusses the recent volatility in the latest article titled Stock Market Volatility, Fed Concerns to the Fore. Additionally, Schwab's chief investment strategist, Lizanne Saunders, discusses in her article titled U.S. Outlook, How Many More Times Fed, how Powell, among other Fed officials, has seemingly shifted his attention from the rearview mirror to the windshield. She points out how inflation is a lagging indicator, but the impact of monetary policy changes is in the future. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. Read all our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Friday, the preliminary S&P Global U.S. Manufacturing PMI Index for December remained in contraction territory, a reading below 50, dropping to 46.2 from November's unrevised 47.7 figure and versus the Bloomberg consensus estimate of a slight uptick to 47.8. The preliminary S&P Global U.S. Services PMI index also deteriorated and fell further into contraction terrain as the key U.S. sector in December dropped to 44.4 compared to expectations of a modest gain to 46.5 from November's 46.2 figure. Treasury rates were mixed as the yield on the two-year note declined 3 basis points to 4.21%, while the yield on the 10-year note increased 4 basis points to 3.49%, and the 30-year bond rate rose 6 basis points to 3.54%. The markets continued to digest the midweek monetary policy decision from the Fed, which delivered a 50 basis point rate hike, a deceleration from the previous string of 75 basis point rate hikes. Schwab's Lizanne Saunders discusses the decision in her commentary titled Listen to the More Hawkish Fed Music, where she notes how while progress has been made on inflation, Fed Chair Powell noted it is too early to declare victory. Treasury yields and the U.S. dollar have moved higher this year amid this backdrop, and Schwab's chief fixed income strategist, Kathy Jones, discusses in her article titled Fixed Income Outlook, Bonds Are Back, how we see opportunities in 2023 for the bond market to provide attractive yields at lower risk than we've seen for several years. You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. In international news on Friday, European stocks were lower across the board, as the markets continued to digest the slew of rate hike announcements on both sides of the pond. The European Central Bank, the Bank of England, and Swiss National Bank followed in the footsteps of the Fed in the U.S. by boosting their respective benchmark interest rates by 50 basis points. The moves by the Fed and European Central Bank were less aggressive than the recent 75 basis point rate increases by the Central Bank, 
Andy Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, CFA, discusses in his article titled Central Banks Stepping Down, how central banks seem to be stepping down from aggressive rate hikes, and this could lead to a year-end quote-unquote Santa pause rally for stocks. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. Meanwhile, investors also sifted through a host of economic data in the region. Manufacturing and services PMIs from France, Germany, and the Eurozone all remained in contraction territory, but improved from last month, and consumer prices in the Eurozone ticked higher year over year. Elsewhere, manufacturing in the UK tumbled further, but services activity increased to a level of 50, the demarcation point between expansion and contraction, while retail sales in the nation fell more than forecast. The euro and British pound turned lower versus the U.S. dollar, and bond yields in the eurozone and the U.K. gained ground. The U.K. FTSE 100 index and Spain's IBEX 35 index fell 1.3%, France's CAC 40 index lost 1.1%, Germany's DAX index declined 0.7%, Italy's FTSE MIB index decreased 0.2%, and Switzerland's Swiss market index traded 1% lower. Stocks in Asia finished mixed following a host of monetary policy decisions across the globe this week, as well as some diverging economic data in the region. Yesterday's decision from the European Central Bank, the Bank of England, and Swiss National Bank to boost their benchmark interest rates by 50 basis points followed the Fed's similar move a day prior. The central banks also suggested rates will likely remain restrictive as it has not brought down inflation enough to be comfortable. Inflation has been a main driver of aggressive monetary policy tightening around the globe, and in his latest article titled Global Outlook, Recovery, and Risk, Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop notes how markets may continue to see volatility in 2023 as they navigate between global economic growth and inflation fears, with central banks decreasing rates and China's reopening. The reopening of parts of China and Hong Kong continued to be of prime focus, as the South China Morning Post reported that the border between Hong Kong and mainland China is expected to be fully opened next month, citing sources with knowledge of the matter. However, the news comes amid a surge in new COVID cases in the region. Economic data was light but showed some divergence in economic activity out of Japan. The Asian nation's manufacturing PMI fell further into contraction territory, but a read on its services sector improved, expanding its reach into expansion terrain. Japan's Nikkei 225 index fell 1.9%, with the yen seeing some strength versus the U.S. dollar late in the session. China's Shanghai Composite Index was flat, and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index gained 0.4%. Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index and India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index both traded 0.8% to the downside, and South Korea's Kospi Index was little changed. On the weekend review, stocks suffered a second week of losses despite getting off to a solid start, in the wake of a softer-than-expected Consumer Price Index, or CPI, report. The data seemed to offer optimism of a less aggressive stance by the Fed in the near term. However, even though the Federal Open Market Committee, or FOMC, hiked the target for the Fed funds rate by 50 basis points midweek, a welcome departure from the 75 basis point increases over the prior four meetings, 
The FOMC's outlook for interest rates in the future to peak at 5.1% was higher than expected. The European Central Bank, the Bank of England, and the Swiss National Bank followed suit with their own 50 basis point increases, solidifying what appears to be continued aggressiveness globally in the endeavor to tamp down inflation pressures. Adding to the negative sentiment, manufacturing and services PMIs domestically and abroad continue to depict sluggishness in the global economy. Meanwhile, retail sales fell more than expected, industrial production surprisingly declined, and manufacturing activity data out of the New York and Philadelphia regions disappointed. Elsewhere, crude oil prices fell to their lowest levels in over a year, gold saw choppy action, and the U.S. dollar continued to come off its October highs while Treasury yields declined. Housing will be the focus on next week's economic calendar, courtesy of November reports on existing home sales, new home sales, housing starts and building permits, the NAHB Housing Market Index for December, as well as the weekly read on MBA mortgage applications. The final look at third quarter GDP is slated for release, as well as durable goods orders, the leading economic index, and initial jobless claims for the week ended December 17. Data on the all-important consumer is also on tap, with the Conference Board's Consumer Confidence Index for December joining personal income and spending for last month, as well as the final University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Index for December. Internationally, more central bank action will be announced next week, with the Bank of Japan slated to release its monetary policy decision and the Reserve Bank of Australia to issue the minutes from its last get-together. Other reports on the international economic calendar next week include Australia's labor data, as well as business and consumer sentiment, Japan's wage data, leading index, CPI, and department store sales, the Eurozone's consumer confidence, along with Germany's IFO Business Climate Index, Consumer Confidence and PPI, and the UK's public sector net borrowing and third quarter GDP. That concludes the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Friday, December 16th.